If you love animals, you've come to the right place. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is the Pet Show, America and Canada's first and only real pet psychology, pet behavior, training, uh, lifestyle. So you've got questions or comments about your dog or cat's behavior, their jumping, humping, digging, scratching. Great time to give me a call. I actually had a call this week from, so actually it was a text from someone who said that uh, they were getting married soon, but they can only get married if I could resolve the issue between the dog and her fiance. Talk about pressure. Hey, the phone number, 877-725-8255. Just a reminder, if you call into the Bet Show and get to talk to me live on the air, a fabulous gift for your dog or cat will be on its way. And people often say to me, Warren, why do you give away these gifts well first of all i have amazing sponsors many with me for many years but more importantly it's not just gifts many times the gift i'm giving to the listener is based on the question they have and and it might be part of the resolution for the situation they're running into so lots of great stuff to give away uh 877-725-8255 the phones are jamming right now we are going to who's been holding on it looks like it's going to be clive in lakeland florida hey clive welcome to the pet show Hey, Mr. Warren, how are you? I could not be better, Clive. How's everything in beautiful Florida today? Well, what can I say, man? I've got two choices, right? Be happy or unhappy. I mean, there you go. Choice. You're my kind of guy. Happy or unhappy. No in the middle. You're either happy or you're not happy. That's the way dogs look at life. They're either happy or they're not happy. No moodiness in between. What can I do for you, Clive? Well, I, 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 I came to this country in 76. I, I'm from Africa originally. And I've raised, we had a baby elephant, lions, all kinds of wildlife. I, I got, my, my question, to answer your question about how do you know when your dog wants to go outside or whatever, it, it's just common sense to me. It's, it's ask the dog. Look at the dog. You got that? It's pop up. <laughs> but see, Clive, you grew up in a different situation. You grew up in an area, <coughs> excuse me, in Africa, and you were surrounded by animals all the time. So early on, you learned the, the ability and, and understanding that animals are just incredibly intelligent, uh, incredibly uh, have an amazing ability to let you know what they want. And that was a, a blessing that you had that life in, in Africa. Now, I kind of grew up the same way. I grew up with parents that absolutely adored animals, and it's been my entire life. Um, so I honestly believe, and by the way, for those people that are just joining in, the question of the day is how does your dog or cat let you know what they want? If you're intuitive, like obviously Clive is and, and many of my listeners, you can tell when your dog wants to go out. Sometimes they develop a way of doing it. They might bark, roll over. Uh, sometimes they may go scratch at the back door. I've had dogs I've taught to ring a bell at the back door when they had to go out or, or a cat's to respond when they wanted to eat. So you're right on target, target Clive, that, that if you take the time to get rid of the human ego and try to relate to the animals we live with, we will understand what they're trying to communicate with us a whole lot better. I, 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 look, I, I, I can't disagree. I mean, my, my, these are my, I, I'm raising my son's dogs now. He passed away five years ago. Sorry. To hear that. Five, November. He smoked pot, and I want to hear everybody hear this. It wasn't the pot that killed him, it was freaking fentanyl. Oh, I'm so, so sorry, Clive. Clive, I'm okay. so, I'm, listen, 
No, no, Clive, I'm, I'm so sorry. Listen, I got to move on. I don't want to get into this whole fentanyl thing. You know how we all feel about fentanyl, Clive. It's a, I, just want, I just want to say I'm glad that you came to this country. Uh, my, my heart breaks for you. This fentanyl thing is absolutely crazy. I don't know what we're doing down there, but Clive, what, type, what, kind, of, what kind of dog did you, did, are you raising for your son, Clive? Uh, one's a Australian Shepherd cross, and, and one's a Boston Terrier mix. Okay, let me do this. Let's put Clive on hold, okay? Clive, for your dogs, what I want to do is I am going to send you some Lucy pet food, okay? Let's keep them as healthy and as happy as we possibly can. God, my heart breaks for you, Clive. You lost your son five years ago to fentanyl. we got to stop this nonsense. And, and, and it's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. And, you know, part of my, 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 my training was teaching dogs to smell out uh, uh, narcotics and bombs. And it wasn't fentanyl back then. Uh, it was other types of drugs. But now these dogs are absolutely doing an amazing job at the border when they're given the opportunity to find that fentanyl. So, Clive, my heart breaks you. Bless you for doing that, really. Phone number here, 877-725-8255. Uh, we are going next to, God, who's been holding on the longest here? We're going to go to, I believe it's Lalay. Is Ocean City, Maryland? Lalay, is that, do I have your name right? You do. Hi, Warren. <laughs> how are you? How, you know, one of my favorite, one of my favorite places. I was stationed for a while at Langley Air Force Base in Hampton Bays, Virginia. And I used to drive back every weekend from, this is when I got back from overseas, I would drive back from Virginia to my home on Long Island, or you never know by my accent, I'm from Long Island. But I drove back to my, and I always, whenever I had some extra time, I would always stop in Ocean City because it's just it's such, it's such a magical, I gotta get back to it, it's just such a magical place. It is great, it's great living at the beach. Hey Warren, uh, you I, it's got, been about a, it's been about a year and a half since I've talked to you about my little chihuahua, but I'm calling now about this uh, Labrador, chocolate Labrador puppy that we have. Um, he's crossed between a Labrador and a Chesapeake Bay Retriever. Um, I live right next oh, to Oh, what a shock, a Chesapeake Bay Retriever in Maryland. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> and I live right next to a pond, and... Um, I can't walk him anymore. He's too strong. He 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 loves the pond and he will he will get away and he jumps in the pond. He swims around in circles for about 20 minutes and then he comes back. But um the problem is I can't walk him at all even like Yeah, well Lele, let me let me let me go over something with you, okay? Strength has nothing to do with dog training. Okay, one of the best dog trainers that ever lived, her name was Blanche Saunders. You can Google her. She's been dead for 100 years. Uh, she weighed maybe 70 pounds soaking wet. And, and another friend of mine who was uh, head of, uh, we, we co-shared the Working Dog of America, also Peggy Adamson, who was a breeder of Dobermans and rescued Dobermans. So strength has nothing to do with it. It's, it's establishing the, the consistency. You don't have to be the boss, but the dog has to know when he has to behave and when he doesn't have to behave. So... What you really need to do, and I don't want to sound redundant here, but what you really need to do is is take this the right way, Lily. I love you. Get off your butt and do some training with the dog. <laughs> That's what you need to do. In other words, when the dog, first you need to do, start working with the dog inside the house, just on basics, walking, then your backyard, then take him somewhere else where he's not so uh, over, uh, over wanting the water. Once you've gained that, then you can start 
taking him closer and closer to the water, but not letting him go in while you have the control until you give him the release. Okay, go take a swim, whatever you want to do. But it's not the dog's fault. If the dog, in other words, if I was a kid and I wanted to run and jump in the ocean every day, my mother didn't want me to. But if I was faster than her and every time I jumped in the ocean, I got away with it, why should I stop? Why should I stop? So what I'm suggesting to you is rather than focus on how to correct the dog from doing it, it's a Chesapeake Bay Labrador Retriever. What do you want him to do? Fly a plane? Of course he's going to go in the water. <laughs> Retriever. But what you want to do, Lele, is you want to make sure that you spend the time and really focus on some good, solid, basic training. Whether you do it yourself or you need someone to come to your home. Because it's not fair to the dog. He's not misbehaving. He's just not aware of what's right or wrong. He's not sticking his tongue out and saying, Hey, watch this, Lele, I'm jumping in the water. He doesn't know. You need to gain that positive control. Nothing negative, no yelling, no screaming, no prongs, no sp none of that garbage. You need some good, solid, basic training with the dog. Uh, there are some, I'm sure there's some amazing trainers in Ocean City you can work with or you can do it yourself, but that's what needs to be done. We don't want to correct the dog because he's not doing anything wrong until we take the time to teach him what's right. In other words, it's more important to spend the time teaching the dog yes than teaching the dog the word no. You follow what I'm saying there, Lele? Yes. And Does he it is make sense? Yeah, well, yeah, and the, but the, the the smarter a dog is, the more intelligent a dog is, the more difficult they are to train. When someone calls me up and they say, "I have a smart dog," I know exactly what, or, or I have a dog that's too stupid. I can't teach him anything. The bottom line is, the dog is is too smart for that person. Because as I say, just like a bright child, the more intelligent dog is going to say, "Why do I have to do this?" and question it. Till you get that 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 ability to focus his 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 energy and that intelligence in the right direction. Once you do. Like people said to me, I don't want to teach my dog to, to do utility or uh, agility training. Well, you may not want him, but it's a good idea only for stimulation-wise. So that's where you should be. Hey, Lele, do you have a copy of my training book? No, and I would love one. <laughs> well, I'm not sending it to you. How's that? <laughs> I'm joking. What's your dog's name, Lele? Captain. Captain. All right. Well, I'm going to put you on hold. We're going to get a copy of how to get your dog to do what you want uh, out to you and Captain. But remember... It's not that Captain's being a bad dog. It's just that you need to be a better educator. I, it always drives me crazy when people say, my dog doesn't do this and my dog doesn't do that. If you take the time to teach them, it's a whole different ball ballgame. Uh, Molly, Louise, Deborah, we'll get to you. The phone number here, 877-725-8255, 877-725-8255. A quick break, then right back to your calls. By the way, I have Lucy Pet Food to give away. For my cat people, I got Kitty Lickies if you call in. Put my best-selling book, either dog or cat. You just heard me give away a dog book. Those T-shirts that say none of my friends walk up upright and those air horns if you have a dog and you walk a dog or walk by yourself those little air horns i had made up are important that you have i got some of those to give away but you can always check them out at my website thepetshow.com quick break then right back at you lucy pet food i've been feeding it to my guys for the last three and a half years since i rescued them but i've been talking about lucy pet food for five years why because every time i mention lucy pet food on the air which i've been doing every week for five years i get emails and and and, and people sending me uh, a text letting me know what a difference they've noticed in their own dogs and cats since they switched over to lucy pet food by the way the big difference is lucy pet food is not made in a a plant that makes 50 different brands of food lucy pet food has their own 
manufacturing plant, their own laboratory. They test everything. It's the safest, best food on the market. That's why I'm such a big endorser of Lucy Pet Food and feed it to my own pets. But here's a listener. Listen to what they have to say about Lucy Pet Food. I switched my dogs to the Lucy's Pet Formula several years ago. Both my puppy that I rescued five years ago. She's in the car next to me if you hear her whine. Oh, I can hear her. Okay. And my senior dog, both were on that and they love it. Um, I do the duck and quinoa Lucy pet formula. Does that tell you? That's just a listener that started using Lucy Pet Food. They've seen the difference. They feel the difference in their dog or in their cat. Lucy Pet Food, amazing. It's what I feed my own pet. It's what you should be feeding your dogs and cats. But here's the deal. Go to their website, LucyPetProducts.com. Easy enough to remember, LucyPetProducts.com. And here's what's up. If you order Lucy Pet Food for your dog or your cat, Kitty Lickies, their dog food rolls, they have a lot of different items there. But if you spend just $49 at their website, shipping is absolutely free. And this is some heavy stuff. So if you spend 49 bucks at LucyPetProducts.com, shipping to your home free. So check it out, LucyPetProducts.com. That's LucyPetProducts.com. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. Oh, I blast this with my windows open driving around Southern California. You should see the looks I get, but no one bothers me. Hey, we are back on the Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein. Uh, before I get back to the phone lines, which I'm going to do in just about a second, I was doing some research this week, and I came across an article entitled, Is It Normal to Love Your Pet More Than Your Kids? And I did some research on it, uh, and there's a whole psychology of loving your pet more than your kids. Is it normal? Anyway, I'm going to post If you're not familiar on my YouTube channel, uh, subscribe to it. It's free. Just go to youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein. Subscribe. There's hundreds of tips there. I put tips up there every day. Some great videos. Even videos there of me doing the Mickey Mouse Club many, many years ago. So check it out. Subscribe. Won't cost you anything. Lots of great info. YouTube.com slash Warren Eckstein. Let's go right now to, uh, we're going to go to Molly first. Then we got Louise in my hangout, Venice, California. But first, it's Molly in the great state of Washington. Hey, Molly, welcome to the show. Hi. How are you today? Can you hear me? Oh, absolutely. You're right I'm next good. to me. Okay. Um, so I have a Pomeranian, and he is seven and a half. And uh, he does this, uh, well, the vet has called it a reverse sneeze. Ah, uh-huh, yeah, reverse sneeze. Very- something else, because I read, my mom got me this book on Pomeranians for Christmas, and it mentions something about... Uh, a collapse of the esophagus. I forget yeah. what it was called. It's something real. Yeah, but if you've been if you've been to the, if you've been to the vet, he would have picked up if there was any type of problem with the trachea. He would have picked right up on that. But it's very common for dogs to have that reverse sneezing. It sounds like the end of the world, doesn't it? It sounds like they're dying and they can't breathe. But reverse sneezing is very very common in a lot of dogs. So as long as you've been to your vet, Molly, and the vet's saying, listen, and and I know what your mother's saying. You know, with smaller dogs, uh, you use when you walk them, do you use a harness? Yeah, yeah, I use a harness, okay. and, and what, it, what it is is when I try to play with him, or if he gets super excited, um, he, he goes into these fits, 
and and they just seem to be getting worse. And yeah, and well, I would have the, you know as long as you had the conversation with your vet, and the vet's giving you a clean bill of health. The only thing that would would that I would question is say, listen, doc, this is when it happens when it gets really really excited because sometimes a cough can be part of a, a of a heart condition as well. So it's something you'd want to run by the vet again. But I'm sure he checked for the collapsed trachea, uh, um, and the, the reverse sneezing, very very common. Uh, I've had calls from people over the years. They thought it was the the Armageddon. It was just their dog with a reverse sneeze, but as long as you've taken care of it, as long as you've spoken to the vet, I don't think you have anything to be concerned about. But if it is getting worse and worse and worse, maybe have another conversation with your vet or another quick appointment, but it sounds to me like it's just a reverse sneeze, perfectly normal behavior for that dog. Just make sure you're careful around the neck, and all small dogs should wear a harness instead of a collar anyway. hope that helps you out a little bit there, Molly. I'm a firm believer of the harness instead of the collar. Yeah, yeah. So, what's your, what's your Pomeranian his name his name is prince snowy you know a lot of people don't understand that a pomeranian a pomeranian is a little dog but living with a pomeranian is like having a little a big dog dressed in a little dog suit they're ready to take on the world anyway molly don't go anywhere for your dog molly i am going to send you i am going to send you for your dog oh god i don't know what i send you you know what i'm going to send you some um some hemp seed calming oil for your dog as well, okay? But check back with your vet. As long as it's not getting worse, you should be fine. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we got Don in Arizona, Louise in Venice, California, Deborah in Arizona. One line open, 877-725-8255, the phone number. I'm Warren Eckstein. You're listening to The Pet Show. And we are back on the Pet Show. I'm Warren Eckstein. That phone number, 877-725-8255. 877-725-8255. I came across a story the other day, North, North Carolina. A dog was adopted out, unlucky, adopted out 14 different times, 14 failed adoptions. So he was adopted from a shelter, brought back 14 different times. Finally, finally, Ronald... Dog of the name, dog's name. Finally, Ronald got his uh, his permanent home after being returned fourteen times. Now, why would a dog be returned fourteen times? Because people didn't take the time to resolve the issue, so they keep bringing them back. Luckily, the shelter was great and kept them. But lots of times, shelters won't do that because if you have a dog and you adopt a dog and it has issues, work on those issues. Work with the behaviorist. Work with the shelter. But resolve them because every time you bring them back without a resolution, the next person who adopts them, those problems may get worse. Right now, let's get back to the busy phone lines here, and we are going to, where are we going here? Who was up next here? Oh, God, I forgot who was up next. Molly, we talked, we already spoke to Molly, correct? Oh, we're going to go to Louise. Louise in Venice. Hey, Louise. Hi. Hi there. My old hangout. How, 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 uh, uh, Venice is, I'm in Venice at least three or four times a week. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of the name I go to. I'm trying to, I can't think of the name of it now. I'm going. I'm going. My mind is going crazy, and it's 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 a restaurant right on the corner of Washington. Has a top floor where you can sit. The Whaler. That's the name of it. The Whaler. Are you familiar with it? Oh yeah, that's had different names. They change from time to time, but that's a really cool spot to see it along. Uh, it, yeah. Well, listen. Talk about the '60s in Venice Beach. I think on the side of the building it still has a picture of uh, of the doors. Anyway, please. What can I do to help you out? See, oh, it does. Okay. I'm not making it up. What What can I do for you today? <clears throat> okay, so I have a boy cat, and he went to the ER. 
because um, he couldn't go pee, and they said that he was blocked. So they gave him something to relax him, some meds, and he relaxed, and he went pee. So they said I could take him home. But then they said, your cat has to be on prescription food for the rest of his life. And I'm thinking, does that mean he's on meds for the rest of his life? No, 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 no. They, 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 no. The food, the food that's made specifically, I, I, probably KD. But the food that's made specifically uh, for cats with, uh, with the uh, uh, urinary problems. That yeah, the staying on the same food throughout, as long as you're under your vet's care, is the way to go. Because you know it could be urinary tract infection. Uh, a lot of cats don't drink enough water. Uh, there are other things that could be involved. So if you have a cat that's already had that blockage, and your vets are recommending you keep them on the uh, the specialty diet for urinary not a problem the nutrition's there everything's there so I would not worry about it at all it's probably the best thing you can do at this point always give them that food then yeah yeah give them the- now are you getting that are you getting that food from your veterinarian um actually he said you could get it like at um Petco or PetSmart. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. You don't have. You don't have to buy it from the veterinarian because it could probably be more expensive. You can get it on uh, Chewy or Amazon or or any of those places. Oh, I'll try you know, it online because I haven't done that yet. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you can get it online as well. So, how old did you say the cat is? About three years old. And how have you had him since he was a kitten? Uh, we did. See, my daughter got him because he was um, in like the. Uh, where she lived at the time, she brought him home after. She, but she she lived on her own for a little while. He was in the um, carport of a little baby kitty, and so she rescued him. And then when she came back home, we have another cat. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you could have been my mother who had thirty of them in the house and twenty dogs besides that. So anyway, Louise, this I can't. I'm not going to send you any food for the cat because of the scenario. Uh, but what I would like to send you, let me put Louise on hold in Venice Beach. Uh, Louise, what I would like to send you is a copy of my cat book. I think it'll help you understand the cat's behavior and cats in general. It's, it's one of my, it's my best-selling book. It's one of my favorite books out there. So a copy of How to Get Your Cat to Do What You Want is on its way. By the way, uh, you can purchase How to Get Your Cat to Do What You Want. It's available, I believe, at Amazon.com or or you can get it at my uh, thepetshow.com. 877-725-8255. Uh, we are going to, who's been holding on the longest here? Oh, God, I don't know where to go. It's going to be Deborah, Prescott Valley, Arizona. Hey, Deborah in Prescott Valley. How are you today? I'm good. Thanks, Warren. How are you? I could not be better. How can I help you today? Okay, so I'm calling about my fourth cat. Um, I recently adopted about six, nine months ago. Um, He's 18 months old. He was born outside. Um... And another friend of mine was taking care of him. And then I have three indoor friendly feral cats I've adopted through the years. They're all older. They're over the age of eight. And so they're pretty laid back. And uh, he's young and feisty and really likes to play. And I bought all kinds of toys. And nothing seems to keep him captivated very long. I do have a nice little screened-in patio porch that I, when I first brought him in um, or home, he, you know, the cats go out there in summer uh, during the day, and then they come in at night, but, um, I mean, it's all screened in. 
But he just loves the outdoors, I think, because he was born out in the outdoors. And um, Yeah, but Prescott, listen, I know Prescott Valley pretty well. You've got a few coyotes hanging out in Prescott Valley, and I would not be leaving him outdoors by himself. But let me go over a few things with you. First of all, if we can bring him into that environment, and we make that environment as interesting for him as the outdoors, we'd be fine. So right off the bat, forget all the stuff that you bought him. That's great. Go to the supermarket today. Go hit it. Get all the cardboard boxes they'll give you. They're free. Paper bags are free. Every cardboard box smells different. One smells like fish. One smells like chicken. One smells like lettuce. One smells like cheese. They're free. Bring home cardboard boxes. Put down two or three at a time. Leave them down for a day. You can throw them out. Next day, put new ones down. They're free. That's number one. So the more interesting the indoors becomes, the less apt he's going to want to go outside. That's number Number one. Number two is make sure you're growing a lot of organic greenery that's healthy for cats there as well. Is he using a litter box or is he going outside? Oh, they're all indoors. I, I, I maybe misunderstood. It's a screened-in porch that I. Oh, but so he's not. He's not outside. He's, he's outside in the screened-in porch. There, he's indoors, and I haven't. Oh, okay, great. Out on the Cold. Okay, well, so so what? I, yeah, here's what I'm suggesting. Really, the most important thing to remember now is cats are nomadic. Cats love changes in their environment. The more you change the environment, and you don't have to go out and buy expensive stuff with the cardboard boxes, the paper bags. Be creative. Make a line of them. Cut holes in them. Put it one on top of the other. Make a duplex, a triplex. Change them. They're free. If you continue to do that, what you're doing is you're making a scenario kind of like Kitty Nirvana. So I definitely recommend that's what you do at this point keeping him inside uh, is going to make him healthy but changing those things will get a lot of that energy out of him and leave the older cats who are a little bit more mellow uh to stay calm the way they are but that's what you need to do at this point deborah okay we'll give it a shot Listen, uh, don't give it a shot. It's going to work. I've done this a few times. Deborah, don't go anywhere. Let's put Deborah on hold. We're going to send Deborah a copy of how to get your cat to do what you want. Also important, people don't realize how mentally uh, stimulated cats have to be. You know, we have the old, all the cats lying in a tree, or the cats lying on the grass, or the cats lying on the couch by the window. Some cats need mental stimulation. Deborah's cat is one of them. 877-725-8255, the phone number. A quick break. When we come back, uh, we have uh, Don and we have Mary. Uh, 877-725-8255. Great time to give me a call. I've got some great stuff to give away as well. You know, if you knew that with every dollar you donate, you change the destiny of dogs and cats deserted in the wild, isn't that a legacy worth leaving behind? For the past 42 years, Delta Rescue would have never, ever, ever been able to do the absolutely incredible work they do without you. That's right, you, my listeners, and your generous support. From saving lives to providing lifetime medical care for 1,500 dogs and cats, Delta Rescue is the group that deserves your dollars. That's why I decided to make a bequest for Delta's rescued animals in my own personal estate planning. A bequest to Delta Rescue will actually make your legacy work for the animals when they need it the most right now. It helps avoid fundraising costs and actually will provide tax benefits for you guys. 
Delta Rescue, by the way, happens to be, and this is critical, Delta Rescue happens to be a top-ranked charity by GuideStar.com. And they prove every single day that your donation dollars are doing what they should be doing, helping the animals directly. But even if you're not ready to make long-range plans, I get it. Every donation is a chance, a chance to keep more than 1,500 dogs, cats, and horses not only happy, not only safe, not only cared for, but actually loved for their entire lifetime. I urge you to go to their website, DeltaRescue.org. I want you to read the individual stories of how these throwaway pets were in fact rescued by Delta. Then give them a call. Write this number down. 661-269-4010. That's 661-269-4010. And ask for details on how to include Delta's rescued animals in your estate planning like I did or to make a donation because every penny helps. So log on to DeltaRescue.org. That's DeltaRescue.org. Or call them at uh, 661-269-4010 today. The animals, well, they're waiting. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. What's new, pussycat? Whoa! Oh, what's new? We are back on the pet show. I'm Warren Eckstein. Uh, let me get back to the phones. First, we're going to go to my friend Don in Prescott Valley, Arizona. Then we're going to shoot down to beautiful Punta Gorda, Florida and speak to my friend Mary. But first, let's go to my friend Don in Prescott Valley, Arizona. Hey, Don, welcome to the show. Good afternoon, Warren. I was just curious. I'm uh, pretty much a first-time listener to you. Anyways, I love I live in a senior apartment, and my dog, Boo, has a bad habit of barking every time somebody goes by my door. And it's just, he, way, he, likes to, he loves everybody. So, so Don, let me ask you a question. When you say your dog barks when people go past your door, um, when they walk past the door, how long does he bark for? Two minutes, three minutes, or an hour? How long is he barking? He's Barks until they leave, unless somebody comes to the door, then he goes really goes crazy. But in terms of barking, yeah. But in terms of barking, when someone goes by, that's instinctive behavior for a dog. So, in other words, if he's not barking excessively for ten, fifteen minutes at a time, then the barking itself is normal barking. Sometimes, what happens if you have a dog that's barking normally, like I believe your dog is? And you go to resolve that barking, say no barking at all, it develops into other assertive situations. So if you're telling me, and I know you live in a senior place, and if you're telling me that that uh, uh, Boo only barks when someone walks by and then stops when they're gone or barks a little bit more when people stop to come over, then then in reality, what is Boo doing wrong other than being a dog? Uh, if he's jumping all over them, uh, if he's if he's barking for 10 or 15 minutes at a time. So the best thing that you can do when he's barking is rather than say, no, stop it. Because when you start yelling or correcting a dog when they're barking, they think you're joining in. What I would recommend at that point is say to Boo, listen, Boo, thank you. I know the people are out there. Thank you for letting me know, but I'll take it from here. That's the way to resolve it. No yelling, no screaming. Uh, Don, I got to move on but let's put Don on hold and and Don you know I'm going to send you also a um god I'm sending a lot of books out I'm going to send you a book also Don on how to get your dog to do what you want but it sounds to me like your dog is perfectly normal I would leave well enough alone he doesn't sound like he's barking for an hour 
barking for 20 minutes. Why do we have to have so much control? Dog wants to bark when someone goes by. Let them bark. That's what dogs do. Hey, quick break. When we come back, we're going to get to you, Mary, in Punta, Florida. But right now, it's the new year. And now, I mean right now, is the perfect time to make sure that your dogs and your cats are in fact getting everything they need to stay healthy and happy. And the best way to do that is with my own Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplement Treats. Yes, I developed these many, many years ago, put my heart and soul into it. That's why the Hugs and Kisses Supplement contains both lecithin and biotin that will help prevent excessive shedding, dander, dry skin, bare spots, and hairballs just about a thing of the past. There's nothing better for skin and coat than lecithin and biotin. Together, amazing. I also added glucosamine and chondroitin to hugs and kisses. Why? Because the combination of chondroitin and glucosamine will keep the bones, joints, and hips flexible and healthy and in great shape throughout your dog or cat's entire life. And in terms of digestion, we know how by now how important the gut is. Gut health is critical. Well, in the hugs and kisses, not only do we have probiotics, we have prebiotics. Prebiotics and probiotics together, nothing better. It will give your dogs and cats that healthy digestion and incredible healthy gut they need to stay that way. But here's a Hugs and Kisses user. I want you to actually hear what they say after using Hugs and Kisses on their pets. I called about a couple months ago. I rescued about a 12-year-old little pug, Corgi Mick, and she came with lots of skin problems and itchy, and it was driving me crazy. And you sent me the hugs and kisses, and she's been out in a couple months. Unbelievable. It's changed her life and mine. She's just doing really, really, really well with it, and I love the product, and I wanted to know where I can get more of it, because I tried a few different things when I first got her, and it was not good. And... This has been unbelievable. And that's why it has my name and my face on every jar. I endorse it. My entire reputation for over 45 years is based on this. So check out the Hugs and Kisses Vitamin Mineral Supplements for your dog or your cat. Hugs and Kisses Supplements are available at Amazon.com, Walmart.com, ThePetShow.com, or call my office directly at 1-800-430-HUG. So check them out at Amazon.com, Walmart.com, or ThePetShow.com. Today, your dogs and cats will be happy you did. I'm Warren Eckstein. This is The Pet Show. And we are back on the pet show. Not going to have time to take another call, but check out the uh, check out my YouTube channel. Lots of great information there. I post tips there every day. It's youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein, youtube.com slash Warren Eckstein. Lots of great info with the website as well, thepetshow.com. Till next week, give all your pets a big hug and a kiss for you. An incredibly special hug and a kiss right between the ears for me. I'm Warren Eckstein, and thank you for listening to The Pet Show.